Now, The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, certified sommelier, corporate entertainer, and wife to a world-class chef, Lori is literally pouring the fun back into wine. Meet some of the most interesting people in the world of food, wine, and spirits as she uncorks the recipe for a delicious life. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and I am sitting in New York City at La Midi Bistro, which is a beautiful French bistro here, with Franck Deboeuf of the George Deboeuf Winery, and he is one of the owners, of course his father, the original founder, but today is actually Beaujolais Nouveau Day, the day of the release of the famous wine that people around the world wait for every single year, which happens to be right before Thanksgiving, and it is such a great partner at our family gatherings for Thanksgiving. Uh, Franck, thank you so much for joining us. Bonjour. <laughs> Happy Nouveau. <laughs> Happy Nouveau, for sure. So we've had a wonderful tasting here of your basic Beaujolais Nouveau, as well as the Beaujolais Village Nouveau. But your father and the other producers within the Beaujolais region started this Nouveau tradition. Nouveau means new in French. This is the first wine of the harvest, and it's a celebration of the harvest. How did this all come together? Well, it's a long story already. Uh, <laughs> more than 50 years ago, uh, the official start uh, of Nouveau, uh, first locally, in the, and then Lyon, the main, in the main city around Beaujolais, and then Paris. And uh, very quickly, uh, we ship the wines to um, many, all over the world, many countries, uh, today more than 80 different countries. Wow. And you told me, uh, I know here in New York this is a big celebration and all around the country, but also that in Japan this is a huge, almost, you know, uh, people buy futures on their Beaujolais Nouveau because they are so anticipate. Uh, when did that start? Ah oui, in Japan is a very special day uh, today. Um, it started about uh, 15 years ago. Um, you know, uh, they pay a lot of attention of the food and wine coming from France, and the nouveau they understood the whole celebration, and uh, and they uh, they uh, quickly appreciate its style, which goes so well with their food, and uh, especially when it is served slightly chilled. Um, so uh, they um, adopted it. I love that, and people are very um, interested in the idea of chilling red wines because a lot of people, uh, especially in the warmer weather, or they just like their wines chilled. Uh, Beaujolais, if folks don't know, is made from a grape called Gamay. So tell us a little bit about Gamay because you can't just chill any red wine. It has to be a specific uh, style. You know, if you tried to chill a Bordeaux like you would a Beaujolais, it would not taste pleasant. So tell me a little bit about Gamay and the characteristics of what people can expect when they buy a Beaujolais. Well, Gamay, it's a fantastic grape varietal. I think we concentrate about 80% of the total Gamay produced in the world. It's well-rounded, I think. Obviously, lots of fruit. Uh, it's a category by itself. I mean, sometimes it's difficult to find it on, on a wine list, uh, like Merlot, or Chardonnay, or Cabernet. So, uh, Gamay, it's a very generous grape varietal. It, um, we, so, it has to be v uh, very uh, uh, well uh, 
conducted and monitored. Uh, in the vineyards, we have a high density of uh, plants per hectare, but then uh, we have to check carefully the maturity of the grapes, the number of the grapes, the maturity, and then uh, we have to carefully uh, vinify this uh, fabulous grape varietal, which can produce easy wine, very fruity, very aromatic, very pleasant, but also richer wines. It depends, of, again, of the soil, of the origin where they are um, planted. Uh, so they can produce very rich, serious wines too. Nice. And in addition to all that great fruit that you mentioned uh, that Gamay is known for, it also has running through it a good amount of acidity, which makes it very food-friendly in my mind. But the tannins are very soft and well-integrated, so whenever people say, oh, I drink white wine, but I want to start drinking red for the heart-healthy benefits, I think Beaujolais is a great place to start, especially even the Nouveau style as a you know a beginning a, a, a training wheels red <laughs> if no one if you aren't into red yet this is a great place to start because of all those characteristics um, what would you say um, we have three Beaujolais here and so why don't you tell us a little bit about the first which is your basic nouveau uh, the harvest this year you were mentioning to me you have a big smile on your face because of it so tell me a little bit about how the nouveau uh, turned out this year well we have been blessed uh, with this vintage uh, the mother nature was very generous um, we started the harvest very uh, early this year by the end of August which is always a good point you know the, the days are very long and uh, um, we are sure to have a beautiful weather conditions during the harvest. That's a very important point. Um, so the, the crop was a bit less than a regular vintage, but under such beautiful weather conditions, we uh, harvested beautiful grapes, uh, very healthy, full of sugar, uh, with a good level of acidity. So... All components were in order to produce a, an exceptional vintage, and we already compare this vintage to uh, the, the most uh, uh, exceptional, the most uh, uh, grandissime uh, vintages like uh, 1947. So we are extremely proud and pleased to um, present a new vintage with this Beaujolais Nouveau. You can see the color, uh, it's, it really shows the maturity we reach this year, uh, deep red purple hints and uh, you have a beautiful aromas of uh, red and black fruits, uh, it's much more got with cassis, black current and blueberries uh, aromas on the palate you have a wine very well balanced, very pleasant with a good acidity level which give uh, its freshness and this typical um, long uh, uh, fresh grape aftertaste. Mm, I love it, love it. And next to that, so we had our basic Beaujolais Nouveau. Um, you also brought here for us to taste the Beaujolais Nouveau Village. And it's spelled just like we would say villages in America, folks, if you're seeing that. But village is our French pronunciation. So if people see village on a bottle of Nouveau or any Beaujolais, what does that mean to them? Um, this Beaujolais Village Nouveau uh, is coming from a more restricted area compared to Beaujolais Nouveau uh, area. Only 38 villages were, uh, are allowed to produce uh, Beaujolais Village Appellation. 
the soils are slightly different, so it gives to the wine a little bit more density, a little bit more um, spicy notes, uh, a good level of acidity again, and a good body, a wine which can be aged for a few years. Nice. And uh, we're uh, today, all day, of course, going to celebrate Nouveau. That's what today is all about. But in addition to the Nouveau wines, which are celebrating the harvest, which are young, fresh, fruity, there are also a whole uh, level of Beaujolais called the crew. And the crew are the 10 best villages. I'm not sure that all wine lovers out there know a lot about the crew, but these are some of the uh, top wines that you're making in the region and some of the most age-worthy as well. These wines, I think we said uh, three years aging, but the crew possibly longer. So tell us uh, f- about the crew and uh, maybe a couple of your favorite, these different 10 regions. Uh, you'll get in trouble, I guess. <laughs> Well, 10 cru, as you said, and 10 opportunities to, uh, to try a Beaujolais uh, cru. Um, 10 villages, 10 different uh, type of soils, and uh, all of them go with their own personality. So it's very difficult for me to, uh, to choose, to pick one or two. Uh, it really depends on the vintage, depends on the origin, the grower, obviously. Um, well, today we are drinking a, a marvelous Morgon. Morgon is one of the biggest appellations cru of Beaujolais, uh, with uh, a, a few uh, climate, uh, s- uh, sub-region, sub-areas, uh, and each of them uh, contribute to the uh, style of the Morgon. Um, it's 100% gamay, but very different. We are close to the Burgundy in style. You have a lot of cherry taste, uh, aromas. Uh, then it will go to a more kirsch and the cassis, obviously. Uh, you have a very velvety um, body and, uh, again, a nice tannin, very well combined to the, to the wine. So it contributes really to, uh, to offer great, great uh, red wines from Burgundy uh, at a very affordable price. I totally agree. And I love the fact with the crew, you can buy a case of your favorite and try it over the next 12 years, oh, 12 bottles in a case, and really see the evolution of, of the wine like you can with Burgundy and, and other regions. So we keep talking about how food-friendly these wines are. Give me an idea of, uh, you know, I hear in France, everybody drinks Beaujolais with everything. I don't know if that's true. But um, these wines can go with so such a wide variety, salad, seafood. What, what are your favorite pairings for Beaujolais? My favorite pairings, uh, you know, where we, we love uh, to have some charcuterie, uh, you know, ham, saucisson. Um, but my favorite is roasted chicken. No. Roasted chicken, uh, very simple, and uh, with a glass of Beaujolais Nouveau, it's perfect, easy. Obviously, we are close to the festive season, so I will recommend to, uh, to pair with turkey uh, and it's cranberry sauce. It's perfect. Nice. I love that. Um, So uh, one more question. I know uh, one of the things that you explained to me I think is really fascinating is about how uh, the whole idea of being a negociant and having growers. And I'm not sure everybody understands that term and what it means. And what I love is that you have so many different growers. You label the wines based on the grower, although you are the, the negociant. And that's, you know, in the tiny little letters on the bottom. But you have all these great growers you work with. You, you said that was a, you know, a difference maybe than other 
other companies. Tell me about how you, what a negotiant is, if folks don't know, and then how you work with your growers. Well, basically, negociant buy the wines from growers. Uh, can buy the fruit, can buy the the, the finished wines or the juice. Uh, in our case, we buy we, we buy to uh, 300 different growers and some co-op uh, in the Beaujolais. Uh, we have a long relationship with them, sometimes for three generation already. Um, as uh, as a grower, my father really understood um, how to uh, promote the, the, their work and the idea was only to uh, to put in upfront the the, the, uh, the growers the les vignerons so we put the name of the domain and the name of the owner on the label and we promote uh, not only one morgon or moulavant but 10 or 15 different uh, labels 10 different Fifty or fifteen member of the family, uh, so it's a, it's a long-term relationship with them, based on the respect um, respect of the uh, of the work, respect of the of the wine, and uh, we really enjoy to have this kind of relationships. You know, wine is express uh, this kind of relationship too. Great. Well, I know I'm going to be celebrating Beaujolais all day today. <laughs> I think that's fitting. And folks, definitely, if you go out to your local wine shop, you're going to find the Georges de Beaujolais Nouveau or the Beaujolais Village or even some of your crew, I'm sure, are there as well. And the great pairing for Thanksgiving. So I highly suggest people go out. Um, I want to thank you so much for interviewing on The Sipping Point. If folks want to find out more about George DeBoeuf and the labels, which are really something special, um, I believe there's some place they can go online and, and take a look at all that. Merci beaucoup. Large soif. And happy nouveau, happy Thanksgiving. Wonderful. Okay, georgedeboeuf.com. Uh, all right, cheers. We'll be right back on The Sipping Point.